Hi, everyone. Welcome to the episode on motivation. I'm speaking about this topic because I actually was asked to speak at a women's group and women in business. And I was thinking, you know, what is a subject that really touches on every an aspect of everyone's lives, you know, whether that's in their personal or professional lives. And I definitely thought that motivation is one of those things that we have all lacked at a certain point in our life and has even perhaps um, prevented us from getting the things that we've really wanted or still is. So I could have chosen many topics. I just felt as though motivation was the most relevant um, to, to most of us, I guess. So if I back up a bit, and I'm going to kind of go into the speech that I did give. And, you know, I started talking about how personal motivation is to me. Because I started my one business when I was uh, 19, um, running a martial arts program. And during those years, and at the same time, life was happening in the background, of course, full-time teacher and being a mom. And now in the last couple of years, coaching on life and weight loss and going through my certifications in those areas. And I will tell you that during those 23 years, there have been times when I have been more motivated than others to show up. And times in my life, like after having a baby or running classes on Zoom during COVID or when my kids are sick, you know, that I have been less motivated than others. And I find as time goes on, choosing how to think intentionally about my business is really important and necessary in order to stay focused and create my motivation. Because the thing is, is that motivation is created by our thoughts. And we often have this illusion that our actions create our motivation. No, our actions provide evidence to our brain that we are capable, which can help us with our motivation because we think I can do this. I've done it before, but it's still the thought that creates our feeling of motivation, which then drives our actions to get us the results that we want. The definition of motivation is the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. And it's easy to feel a desire or willingness to do something when you see results in your life, right? Like think about it, what happens in your life or even in a business that you have any aspect of your life, when you feel motivated, you take action. Maybe that looks like going to the gym, following your diet, making phone calls to new clients, updating your website, creating a new product, signing up for a new class, or perhaps cleaning out your spare room in your house that has had the door shut for some time. And those actions tend to build on one another. You start one and then you get going and you say to yourself, well, I'm here, I may as well do X, Y, and Z too, which oftentimes leads to to results that are super favorable. And maybe it's getting your new client. Maybe it's having a room that is clean. Maybe it's fitting into the pants that you haven't for months, right? Over time. But what happens in our lives when we don't feel motivated? We don't get the results that we really want. We cheat on ourselves on that future version of ourself, the one that we really want and desire. And what does that look like? It's like we're stuck in the mud. 
Typically, we don't follow through on the hard things. For my clients, it's the workouts, the food tracking, getting enough sleep, or that might look like skipping the tedious paperwork, calling the potential client, updating your website, things that have um, that have possibility to put you on the path of what you want, but that you have simply put off. And then we beat ourselves up for not doing the things that we know help us get to where we want to be. And it becomes a vicious cycle. The more you put off, the harder it is to get back into it. So why do we even lack motivation? We ask ourselves why it's so hard to gain the motivation, but it's actually a brain thing. Our primitive brain has not evolved and our brains are motivated by three things. The first thing is seeking pleasure. So we're like asking ourselves, is it going to feel good, make me laugh or smile? The second thing our brains are motivated by is avoiding pain. So, you know, we're saying things to ourselves like there's no way I'm going to risk rejection. It better not hurt, right? And the third thing our brains are motivated by is to be as efficient as possible. So we ask ourselves like, how easy is this? How little effort will this require, right? Now, your brain is going to typically see the obstacles as true dangers, almost like threats to your life. Yes, threats to your life. And the temptation to stay in the cave is overwhelmingly strong. So to kind of hide yourself away, not put yourself out there. So rather than sitting and writing your ad or working on your presentation, going to the gym, the desire to avoid, resist, or to react, right, to any of those actions before you take them, it can be very strong. For example, when you're starting a new business and you have run into a lull in your clients, And you know that you have to try something new, maybe more in-person events or sell a new product altogether. Your brain is going to pump the brakes. So how can you get any motivation when your thoughts are, this is going to be way too hard, or I've never done this before, or I can't afford to invest this much money, or I'll be judged. But do we even need to feel motivated in order to do hard things? And I absolutely love this question, and it's one that I have asked myself before. And I've come to the conclusion that no, we don't need to be motivated in order to do hard things. Now, it's nice when we are, but the reality is, is that we're not going to be motivated to get up at 4.30 every single day to, you know, do our workout and journal and do all the things that we're wanting to get us to do to get us closer to our goal. The difference between people who are winning though, in their businesses, their relationships, their jobs with their personal health goals is that they do things that they don't want to do. They don't wait for the motivation to just be there. They understand that not everything needs to be fun. You don't always have to be super pumped about what you're going to do right? They know that they can get, they need to work out before their kids get up. um, Or that, you know, they don't need to feel motivated to call potential client number 12, even though 11 prior have rejected them. But they know that they're going to have this discomfort. And they do it, they bring it with them, and they do the things anyways. And that's really important. Because as you do these things that you don't want to do, you will build evidence that will help you create thoughts about your ability. For example, 
When you're starting your new health journey and you're tracking your food, your brain is going to tell you that it's a waste of time. You don't need to do that, et cetera. But then you do it once, twice a week, and then you begin to tell yourself, this is easy, or this is making a difference, or this is helping me reach my goals. And then you start seeing results and your motivation will lead to your action becoming automatic, giving you your goal weight or any of those desired results that you're looking for. And what's happening here is that you are motivated by the long game. You are trading your short-term discomfort, doing the things without feeling motivated now for the long-term discomfort, which is never having gone for your goals in the first place, never having tried. Now, I want to give you some action steps for helping you build momentum and create your feelings of motivation in your life. So the first one is clearly establish your goal. Whatever goal area you have, make sure it is clear. And it can be in your business or maybe it's in your personal life, but set a timeline. It can be 30 days, three months, a year, whatever. And visualize who you will be when you achieve that goal. Now, I want you to get really specific. What are the things that you will be thinking once you have achieved that goal that will be propelling your motivation? I ask my clients, what will the 10 pound lighter version of you be thinking about getting up at 5 a.m. so that she can work out? And they'll say to me, she's probably thinking, let's go, or I have a schedule to keep, or this is my time to take care of me, right? And the key here is to start thinking those thoughts before you have achieved your goal. Borrow your future self's thoughts now, because they're available to you now. And remember that your thoughts will drive your feelings. So accessing your future wisdom now is incredibly powerful. And you have to practice those thoughts all the time, thinking on purpose. So be sure that you post that goal and your new thoughts where you can see them daily. My second tip is to make your actions easy. And this step is crucial simply because of the motivational triad, which is our brain's natural inclination to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and to be as efficient as possible. The less friction you face, the easier it is for your stronger self to emerge. And so start with small, even seemingly insignificant actions that you can take daily. The frequency piece is so important here because you want your actions to become automatic and habits form based on frequency, not time. So an example of this may start with just sitting in your home office from nine to 10 every day with all outside distractions off and simply committing to that time for your business. Or if your goal is better nutrition, maybe that is just starting off with one more portion of veggies at lunch. These tasks are things that your brain won't perceive as threatening and that you can easily build on. The third piece of advice, third step, take daily action. And again, it's all about the frequency of your actions so that they become habits. It's about establishing the routine of getting up earlier every day, which leads to you having the time to work out or journal or plan your meals. And of course, I'm using getting up earlier as an example, but you can, you know, 
replace getting up earlier with any of your actions that will be leading you to your goal. But you might not start there, but that's just one example of that daily action turning into something that is automatic and that becomes a habit. And that habit will eventually be something that you don't even think about. And you have now carved the path and the feeling of motivation for your next action towards your goal. But daily action truly is key. You want to train your brain and body on the frequency rather than the scale. So you can, for example, reduce the scale of your workout, but don't cut it out altogether, right? Keep going. And number four, be intentional. I want you to plan ahead. Your goal is generating motivation by your thoughts, okay? And those thoughts may not always be favorable in the moment. And that's why it's important to plan out what your intended actions will be ahead of time. So for example, plan out your work in your business, plan out your work on your business, plan out your meals, your workouts, et cetera. And this is often a step that is skipped because I hear my clients say that it's hard or time consuming and it, and um, that they like to just see how they'll feel in the moment. But I'm going to promise you that you're not going to feel like doing the hard thing. Let me just, you know, clear the air on that one right now. But anything new will alarm our brain. Remember that motivational triad. So you'll find ways to talk yourself out of pretty much anything. So planning for your goal in advance, whether that be the day before or the week in advance, is crucial for gaining momentum and evidence of your ability. Get really good at obeying your calendar with that version of your future self in mind and watch your results unfold. And fifth and last tip, celebrate all of your wins. And this last one is my absolute favorite. It's all about celebrating every single action that you follow through on, no matter the magnitude and impact in that moment. Our brains typically want to hold back on celebrating until we have reached our ultimate big goal, which makes us miss the fun stuff along the way. And when we recognize our small changes, we give ourselves permission to enjoy the journey that we're on give ourselves grace when we need it, and we gain that feeling of motivation for our next steps. So don't underestimate the power of this seemingly insignificant step. It's a game changer for your brain. And these things have been game changers in my life. So my hope is that you can use even a bit of this information to help you think on purpose when it comes to creating your motivation and to taking action, even when you don't feel like it. I hope this was helpful for you, friends. I hope that you have an intentional day and that we chat soon. Take care.